Our philosophy here on Two Teas in a Pod is to present English in its most natural form. What this means is that sometimes a few bad words might slip through the net. This episode contains some adult language. Welcome to the podcast, Two Teas in a Pod. Welcome to the podcast, Two Teas in a Pod. Welcome back to Two Teas in a Pod. My name's Tim. Hello, Tim. I'm Katie. You know me. You know me. Your (laughs) co-host. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Nice to meet you. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Good. Very well. I have a question for you, Tim. What's that? Do you like gadgets? I do like a gadget. It's true. Um, Tell us more. I don't have a lot of space in my house for gadgets. And my wife's not a big fan of useless things so I don't have <laughs> many gadgets okay but I like are you implying that gadgets are useless well some of them well, well, I, well I'm, I quite like the idea of them but I can see why some people don't like the idea of a thing that only does one thing right you know what I mean so you get yeah. one machine or one appliance in your kitchen mm. that literally only does one thing okay I quite like multi-use things multi-use I mean multi-use gadgets do exist they do yeah um I can't think of a gadget in my kitchen that does more than one thing. Toaster just toasts. Toaster just toasts, but you can blender toast. just blends. But you can do many things with your blender, right? Yeah, I guess. I guess you could make soups and stuff. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so how would you define a gadget? Uh, some sort of technological device that makes your life easier. Okay. Does do apps count as gadgets? Hmm. Well, a gadget needs to have moving parts, I think. So do you that's think too so? sort of mechanical, I would say. Because apps make our lives easier, don't they? They do. But maybe it's got to be something that's just in and of itself is a thing. Yeah. Okay. I think it implies um, some sort of mechanical moving parts, something like that. So you said you like multi use gadgets. What kind of gadgets do you have? What kind of gadgets do I have? Hmm. Not many. <laughs> You're not allowed them. I'm not allowed them. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't think have I have many, many either. I've got things like, um, you know, sometimes you get like things on that go on key rings. Yeah. <laughs> get lots of them. I get lots of them in my stockings. Mm-hmm. Like I seem to get like, I've got lots of wine gadgets. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like uh, I've got a... Special bottle opener, a special bottle stopper, mm. um, a, a thing that you aerate your your wine with to make it aerate faster. Oh, I've used that at your house. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't you, make a world of difference. You pour your wine I think it does it. make a difference. Yeah. Uh, I've got lots of wine gadgets. I think that's probably, I have never bought any of those for myself. I think that says more about <laughs> what people think of me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've got here for you today. Um, a quiz. Oh, I like kind a quiz. Of. It is a list of, I think it's seven different questions. Okay. That I have created for you. And I'm going to get you to guess which one is the real gadget. Which and one of them one of them I've one of them is real and one of them I've made up. One of the seven mm-hmm. is real. I know. One I'm gonna give you for each one I'm gonna give you two options. Is it real? And fake? which one's real, which one's not real. Okay. 
Okay, are you ready? Yes. For that extremely well explained quiz. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, the, okay, the first question. Real is, or not real? Real or not real? So, uh, either does the invention exist of clothes made from milk or clothes made from wine residue? Ooh. Clothes made from milk? Or clothes made from wine residue. Mm-hmm. So recycling one of these things to make clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say wine residue. Why? Because, I don't know, I get the feeling that there might be some sort of fibers that are left behind <laughs> that they could knit or create <laughs> materials <laughs> from. You've fallen for my trap. It is actually made from milk. And I'm not no. sure what the process is, but I think it's the, the protein that's left over from the milk-making process. Um, it was a, developed by a designer called Anka Domaska, who's 28, and she's developed a fabric called Q-Milch. So the letter Q and then Milch in German. And they make, what do they make made out of the milk? from high concentrations of the milk, protein, casein. It's the first man-made fibre produced entirely without chemicals. Wow. And it feels like silk almost, a silky cotton. Silky milk. Silky milk. <laughs> silky milk. Wow. And doesn't smell of milk or anything. It's not all cheesy. And you can wash it as as, as normal. You don't stink of cheese. Don't stink of cheese. Hot. Oh, God. No. Wow. And what sort of things do they make from it? What's all sorts T-shirt, of T-shirt. It's, like so it's like a silky cotton. So it can mm. be used for anything that you just, just silky cotton. So kind of T-shirt material or maybe a dress or I guess I guess not trousers or anything, but... So okay. certainly like maybe some pajama trousers. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they sound nice. Silky. Made and from milk. How much do they cost? Are they? I don't know. I didn't look up the price. Oh. I'd imagine it'd be quite expensive. Okay. Uh, but do you know what wine residue is? Uh, no. Uh, I think they use it for cream of tartar, which is um, I think they use in some chemical processes or sometimes used in baking. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the <laughs> leftover yeast or whatever is the scraped out of the barrels once the uh, wine's been poured away. Well, at least they're using it. For yeah, something. recycling. Okay. Okay. Second question. Ready for this? Real or not real? Real or not real? So, there uh, is either mechanical cat ears that scans your brain waves, or there's a mechanical t- a tail that scans your brain waves. A cat tail. Yeah. So mechanical cat ears or mechanical cat tail? When you like put it on your head and it scans your... Mm-hmm. Or the tail you attach to your to your trousers and it moves around with your brain waves, so with your emotions. So you can make it move? Well, according it scans your brain. Yeah. They both scan your brain. Right. And they move according to your emotions. What? <laughs> I want both, but only one of them exists. Yes. Uh, this could be a trick question because the, the, the ears are on your head so they scan for that might be the trap you might have made a trap but I'm going to go with that the ears the ears you put on your head and it scans your brain absolutely yeah. Much, it makes a lot more sense <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it scans your brain this is developed by the um, biosensor company Neurosky mm-hmm. and it was developed in 2012 and they're called the Neko Mimi Brainwave Cat Ears and it Neko scans Neko is Japanese for cat is it? yeah Oh my god, that's cool. What's Mimi mean? No idea. Oh. My wife's studying Japanese and we've got two cats. <laughs> she just said you were studying Japanese too. Right. Shush. 
I'm not going to lie. So they can be, it's got three states. So it scans your brain to see if you're interested, in which case they like pop up straight and they look really alert. Or if you're relaxed, they like flop down. Mm -hmm. Or if you're concentrating, they wiggle. Wow. And then they start wiggling and then they distract you and break your concentration. I I I want some. Do you? Yeah. I mean, you'd be wearing cat ears. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> oh, next birthday, I yeah. guess. I bet they're, they're probably really expensive though, right? I did look up a price again. And none of these I've looked up prices. I imagine it's the kind of thing that might be have to be like ordered. Yeah, ordered in from Japan. Yeah, and they don't tell you a price. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get some for my wife. I yeah, she'd like them. I won't tell like her them. how much they cost. Okay, keep it a secret. <laughs> um, okay, the next one. Okay. True, real or not real? Real or fake? I've got one point so far. You've got one point. You've d- you're doing well. Yeah. Uh, so either it's a machine that folds your clothes. Right. Or a treadmill for your shower. Only one of them's real. Only one of them's real. A machine that folds your clothes. Mm-hmm. A treadmill for the shower. <laughs> I mean... I hope it's the machine that folds your clothes because the treadmill for the shower just sounds silly. I suppose you get to go for a jog while showering. Yeah, saves time. God, is that the world we live in where you can't just go for a jog and then have a shower? You have to do both at the same time. It cools you down. <laughs> it's true. Uh, a machine that folds your clothes is real. The other one's not. It is correct. That's absolutely yeah. correct. Uh, it just sounds hazardous, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, that's not, not a good idea. Yeah, you that's just a fall lawsuit. over. It's a lawsuit. <laughs> you just wings, fall over. So, the machine for folding your clothes is called the Foldy Mate. Of course, it is. The Foldy Mat. Foldy Mat? Don't know. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a big printer. Right. It's a big, huge box of a thing. And it's got these hooks that come out. Right. And you, you attach the clothes to the hooks. And then it brings it in. And like a printer, it goes, and you see the you know, the shirt or whatever come in and out several times and then it bloop, perfectly folds it, flops oh. it out the bottom and it can do 25 pieces of cl- of cl- folding clothes? Clothes? 25 pieces of clothes? Is 25 that what I mean? items of clothing? I, thank you. Or 25 garments. items of clothing <laughs> in five minutes. So it saves time if you had a lot of laundry to do or okay. had a big family or whatever. But you have to clip the clothes in. Yeah. The time it takes you to clip the clothes <laughs> in, you could just fold them yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And it's huge. The thing is huge. Yeah. It's a huge, huge machine. Thank God, does it really save you time? I don't know. So it was meant to be released in 2019, but as of yet, it's not been, it's, they're still prototyping. So. Okay. I'm not so sure I about that. I don't know if ever, it will ever come to fruition. If, for example, what I think would be good. And if it's like a box that big, if you could have like a machine where you take your clothes that are dry off the off the like clothesline, mm-hmm. put them straight into a thing that mm-hmm. sort of irons them, mm-hmm. flattens them, and folds them all in one, mm-hmm. that would be amazing. Okay, Imagine so you wouldn't you just they would just like, you don't even like the Jetsons. So it would just zzz, you remember yeah, the Jetsons, exactly, that yeah. car- the cartoon in the future. Yeah, it just zzz, or like Austin Powers, you know, when he's going through like that machine. Yeah, getting scrubbed. Getting scrubbed. <laughs> but that would be like that for your clothes. Yeah, it's just sort of the clothes slide in, and it. When I was thinking about the treadmill for the shower, that's why I was trying to um, 
that was imagining in my in my head like you'd somehow yeah do that be but scrubbed I, I couldn't I couldn't quite vocalize it mm-hmm. um yeah I agree I think that would be better invention yeah it'd be a bit more useful if you literally didn't even have to touch your clothes yeah. it'd be great yeah and just they were perfectly folded and ironed mm-hmm. wonderful but sadly no no okay next one um so this is two fairly similar ones again um these are two objects that are hollow so they have nothing in the middle of them okay okay um one is a golf club hollow golf club mm-hmm. and one is a steering wheel in a car okay and both of these objects are hollow so that you can pee into them oh god if you need to urinate I think it's the golf club. Golfers, Why? old men out on the golf course. Interesting. They're weak bladders. Yeah, maybe. Need to wee in the bush. And then driving also. Weak yeah, bladders. but would you, you wouldn't wee into the steering wheel, would you? You might do. There might be a little special mechanism. But the steering wheel is above you. Above where you pee from. Okay, fair enough. I didn't think logistically, <laughs> I didn't think that through. <laughs> When I invented the steering wheel. <laughs> I think I've heard about the, the hollow golf club somewhere yeah, around Yeah, it comes with a little like cloth that you like for your vanity. Uh, so it looks like you're just your lining dignity. up a shot. You're lining up a shot, but you've got a you've cloth, got a cloth, over, cloth your... over your... Oh, God. <laughs> um, but then I've heard about these, but it's not actually, you don't actually use it as a golf club, right? You have it in, in your bag with your clubs. Yeah, I didn't think you use clubs. it as a golf club. Because can you imagine... If you imagine if you forgot, you just Use the wrong it one. broke. And just because smash it would, it pee all over the place. It's called the Euro Club, spelled U R O, and it's a portable urinal, cleverly disguised as a golf club. Lets you quickly pee and get right back to your game. Yeah, I think it's you can get it on Amazon. I can't remember the price. That one's on sale now. Yeah, that's right. for sale currently. I'm gonna buy all this stuff. Are you? <laughs> you don't play golf. <laughs> no, but <laughs> just, just to have it. <laughs> Okay, this next one's um, a good one. So either this is you can either get a coat that you wear in the summer that cools you down, mm, refrigerator coat, something of the type, sort, or it's uh, a finger nose stylus. A finger nose stylus, yes. like a pen for a tablet that you put on your attach nose. to your nose. A finger nose stylus. That's mm-hmm. a really weird name. Mm-hmm. So it's for like drawing on your tablet with your nose. Yeah. With something that's attached to your face, yeah. Why, why would that be useful? <laughs> so you could use your tablet while you're... Hands-free? Hands-free with your nose. What was the other one? A, A coat that you wear coat. in the summer. Refrigerator coat. Refrigerator coat. That's not what it's called, but... I'm going to go for a refrigerator coat. That's totally wrong. No. Oh. <laughs> but the other one just sounds useless. Why would you wear a coat in the summer? Just take a, just take a coat off. Yeah, but if it keeps you cool, cool. If it's got oh, a fridge well, in imagine, it. Imagine the equipment you'd have to carry around with you to make that well, work. Well, I thought it was a wonderful new gadget. <laughs> you know, I like the idea. I like the name on the thing. Finger Nose Stylus was invented by a guy called Dominic Wilcox, who created the stylus, um, and he was inspired when he wanted to use his phone in the bath, but his hands were wet. Just dry your hands. 
God's sake. Dominic. Yeah. What's his name? So, yeah, Wilcox. <laughs> so it was, it was literally something that's strapped around behind your ears. And yeah. he's, well, he's just made a prototype, but it's literally attached to his nose. It's like a long, really long, white nose with a little stylus tip at the end. It looks freaking ridiculous. And, and I, don't, like, I don't imagine you could do very much in terms of like moving your can't like take face notes. around. I think you could just tap. It's just for tapping and swiping. Mind you, I do that sometimes if I've got like my other hands full. Use and your I nose. You should use my nose to do something. Mm. If I'm carrying lots of stuff and I'm yeah, like, Yeah, I know oh, what you mean. I don't know if I ever... Just need to change a song, whatever. Use my nose for that. No, Maybe you need me? that. Maybe you need one of these <laughs> Maybe I need a finger nose stylus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, the next one. We've got either a laser pointer which kills cockroaches. It's called Ooh. the laser pointer cockroach killer. Or an ice cream cone rotator. Ah, it just turns around. Mm-hmm. I want them both. <laughs> um, I don't think the cockroach one exists because it would be very dangerous. They wouldn't be handing those things out. People could zap each other. What's to stop you lasering your cat by mistake? Good point. Um, Maybe they should have thought about that. Uh, the ice cream rotator sounds fun. So you don't have to turn it around. Yeah. So you just, just keep your tongue. Your tongue. Uh, it just rotates. And it just rotates. Yeah. I'm going for that one. That's the one I want to exist. That is indeed the correct yeah. one. That does exist. Nice. Um, so it's with the push on the website says, with the push of a button, the curl- colourful and vibrant plastic cone begins to spin so the ice cream gets consumed evenly without melting and spilling to your hands. Oh, nice. <laughs> gets consumed evenly. That's what we, what we all want when we eat ice cream. Yeah, exactly. Evenly consumed. Ah, oh, that was a horrible ice cream, but at least I evenly consumed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, satisfyingly evenly consumed. Mm-hmm. I guess it prevents spilling, but I mean, yeah. is it necessary? No, I don't think it's a necessary invention. Lots of gadgets are unnecessary, I think, but it sounds fun. I, I like do like the cream. idea of the laser pointer cockroach killer, but um, poor cockroaches, not very human. Yeah. No, right. yeah, no. I don't like cockroaches, no. but it'd it's be very, a, very dangerous. Surely it would burn your wall as well. Yeah, it's <laughs> extremely, extremely dangerous. It's like having a nuclear weapon in your house. Yeah, exactly. Okay, the last question. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. So we've got either a water bottle that extracts water from the air, mm. or a taste-enhancing fork. Taste-enhancing forks. It makes things taste nicer. How the hell would it do that? A bottle that extracts water from the air is Mm -hmm. like something from June. I'm reading the book June at the moment. (laughs) And they have all these different ways of getting the water from the air. What do they call it again? The still suits. The still suits. They're all wearing special suits. It's a good book, everyone, if you haven't read that book. Yeah, and the film's very good, the new one. The... Um, (laughs) I don't know if I agree, but okay. It was very pretty. Mm Mm-hmm. A bit slow. Yes. Anyway, sidetracked. Uh, I think it's the bottle one. I want it to be the fork, but I think it's the bottle. I wish it was the bottle, but it's not. The bottle does not exist. Mm. How cool would that be if you could oh, extract cool. water from the air? Wouldn't have to fill like, up your water bottle. It'd just be really cool. I guess that's what happened actually with condensation, but yeah. it'd be cool if they did that. Mm. 
I wonder if that would be very clean, though. And what else would it extract from the air by accident? Um, well, you would think the they would only <laughs> extract pure water. Mm, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, the, the logistics of it. I mean, it must, it must yeah. extract other things like pollution and stuff. You have to be careful. So um, tell me about this fork. This fork. So it's called uh, the Aroma Fork. So it's produced by someone called Molecule, uh, a company called Molecule R, and basically it's a fork with a little capsule of of liquid aroma which sits underneath the fork, and it's got like a it's as you eat something it, it puffs out a little cloud. Yeah, of... you smell it's like you smell the aroma and you eat the thing at but the same time. Can you change the aroma capsule? Yeah, so they've got I think. I think it's between, I can't remember if it's 15 or 25, one or one or other of those numbers, different uh, smell aromas um, available, which include chocolate, soy, oh God. sauce. I suppose things. if you're on a diet. Well, I think it's it's been used, it's been me, it's meant to like, uh, what does it say here? A capsule liquid sits under the fork's handle and soaks through a small piece of blotting paper to emit a whiff of fragrance with every bright gradually through a meal. So it's the kind of thing that you can imagine happening in like a Michelin star restaurant. Oh, it's okay. not the kind of thing that you're going to do if you're on a diet. There was, in the research for this, there was a thing that I saw, which is like... Um, Almost like a vaping cigarette, mm-hmm. but instead of tobacco, it um, it just puts like molecules of of cocoa on your tongue, so you feel like you've just had some chocolate. Chocolate vape, but you haven't. <laughs> a chocolate vape. Fucking so hell. you feel like you've just eaten chocolate, but you definitely haven't, which um, is used for dieting. Yeah, but then think about it. You could be, say, you're on a diet and you're not allowed to eat X food, but you could just be eating like. Something super boring. You could just be eating plain broccoli. pasta or broccoli. Or broccoli that right. smells of chocolate. Yeah, mm. you could just be like, <laughs> close your eyes and bite it and be like, mm, it's chocolate. Oh, it's steak. Ugh. Well, you're a vegetarian, so. <laughs> but it would be a way of making like super I boring just think, food. Why would you want broccoli to taste of anything other than broccoli? Broccoli, that would just be like a different taste and then broccoli texture. Yeah. No, I don't. Blech. Well, it's the way of. No thanks. Tricking your body and just eating what? No thanks. No? Okay. Okay, so um, of these seven different inventions, which were clothes made from milk, mechanical cat ears, a machine that folds your clothes, a hollow golf club, a finger nose stylus, an ice cream cone rotator, and tans- taste-enhancing taste fork, which one is your favourite? Which one's my favourite? Um... <laughs> I think maybe the taste the the cat ears. The cat ears, I think, are my favourite, but they're not very useful. No, not very useful. I like the I. Well, I don't really like the idea, but useful for me. I have a very small bladder. And the, <laughs> the golf club one. <laughs> You're gonna say that. The golf club one. Famously has a tiny bladder. I'm always needing to go to the toilet. I wasn't gonna mention it. <laughs> um, so maybe in the shape of something that I, a sport that I actually do play, it might be quite useful. But no, the cat ears. Uh, I think. <laughs> a football that you pee in. <laughs> That's very really difficult to. What are you doing with the ball? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> what about the other ones? Uh, the finger nose salad, ice cream cone rotator, haste enhancing fork, 
a machine that folds your clothes, mechanical cat ears, and um, that's it. I think that the the rotating ice cream one is a perfect example of a useless gadget, something yeah, that doesn't like need to it's exist. Unnecessary. Yeah. Unnecessary invention. But fun. I like the clothes made from milk one. I think that's really yeah, yeah. cool. If there's anything you can do to, you know, get more out of something, if it's yeah. stuff that they're just going to throw away and exactly. you can turn it into something useful, then exactly. And long lasting like clothes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's it. That's all, that's all your gadgets. Cool. We're on a mission to avoid repetition with five ways to say. Five ways to say. <laughs> okay. So um, we have come up with mm, five nice expressions. Of one of them is come up with. <laughs> to come up with. Very popular one for anyone doing the advanced Especially like and B2 as well. It comes mm-hmm. up a lot. Yeah. Uh, but to come up with Come means... up with an idea, come up with a solution, come up with a plan mm-hmm. means to invent a plan, mm-hmm. write a plan, and have an idea of some a kind. Plan. Yeah. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we can say that these inventions serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. Like the rotating ice cream one serves the purpose of rotating Rota- your ice cream. Rotating your ice cream, very yeah. specific purpose. You can also say it serves no purpose. Mm-hmm. The ice cream cone doesn't really serve a purpose. It yeah. serves no purpose. Yeah. Uh, another one is futile. Would you say that futile. for invention though? No. Use. <laughs> Scrub that. Scrub that. <laughs> That's just me being stupid. Useless. A useless invention. A useless invention. Great. I'm such a pro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one we have is ingenious. Ingenious. An ingenious <laughs> You're just going to repeat invention. everything I say. Yeah. And genius. <laughs> it's a great word. What's the difference between genius and ingenious? Well, a genius is a person who is very intelligent. Okay, and ingenious would be an adjective meaning clever or inventive. So you might see a new invention and be like, wow, ingenious. That's going to change my life. <laughs> ingenious. So if they make... Uh, the clothes folding machine I was talking about that I want, the proper one. Mm-hmm. The proper be, one. That would be ingenious. Ingenious. Just chuck maybe all my bit, maybe one day. They come out flat. Uh, when do we use, so just to go back to futile, we should go through, when do we use futile? Futile. I think I'm actually genuinely asking you this. Okay. <laughs> futile is like a futile action, I would say. An action that okay. will have no effect. But a useless object. Yeah. An object has no use. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. And then the last one we have is patent versus patent. Mm-hmm. I've forgotten which one's which. Patent. Well, what does it mean, first of all? Is when you go to uh, through an official body, you register an invention as your invention. Yeah. yeah. So that um, no one can steal your no idea. No one can steal it from you. Okay. But the pronunciation's different. In, in the British English, it's patent. Patent. In American English, they say patent. 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 <laughs> and so it's a verb. You can patent an idea. Okay. And then when you've patented your idea, that idea has a patent. So it's a noun as well. Sounds weird. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a, I, I would say patent. Well, you've been watching lots that, of American just, TV shows. I just have a silly accent. Mm-hmm. Silly, silly. 
All right. Is that five? That's five. Brilliant. <laughs> we include futile at six, but don't say futile in relation to an invention. That's wrong. <laughs> don't say it on a podcast either. Not a good idea. It's fine. We started out. I know. It's okay. <laughs> Just showing them that, you know, to err is human. To err is human indeed. Okay. Bye. Welcome to the podcast, Two Teas in a Pod. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Two Teas in a Pod. Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Teas in a Pod. I'd like to thank our wonderful producer, Ben Ward, our graphics man, Mark Wilding, the lovely singers on our intro, Lisa Marie Court, Bernice Ray, Vicky Milena, and myself. I'm not thanking myself. You know what I mean. And, of course, my wonderful co-host, Tim Worry. See you next time. Bye!